watching Mallrats, a Star Wars podcast. Thank you for listening. All right, welcome back to the Mallrats podcast. Welcome back. We're doing more Mandalorian rewatches. Yes, we are running out of time before Obi-Wan Kenobi premieres. Two weeks. Two weeks, so, well, it's about 12-ish days from the day we're recording this, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's very exciting. New trailer came out for that recently, and so that was enjoyable. A little bit, a lot of the same footage, but, uh, you know, some good stuff. Uh, so we are getting ready to watch season two, episodes three and four. So that's technically chapters 11 and 12, correct? Yes, that is correct. So we'll give you a little bit of background and stuff. We're going to get queued up here so we can talk over the uh, the introduction. So you want to queue it up to the beginning of season two, episode three, and we're on the blue screen. So pause us until you get that queued up. And you should see the Disney icon and getting ready for the little shooting star. So uh, on the count of three. three. One. Wait. Oh, crap. I cannot. No. Okay. One, two, three. Some go. might say that this was. Nope. Nope. It's up. one, two, three, this go. This is legit. Sure. No, it was it's three, one, two, two, one, go. Yeah, because we counted down. And this is a really oh, right. joke yeah. for really probably no, no, nobody. Just do it. Just do it. But, right? So, okay, so we're all ready. So three, two, two one, go. That and felt kind of weird. I can't believe we have that much problems with it. Oh, So, uh, I'm Bob. I'm Nolan. Uh, and it's good to be back watching this. Uh, we were just brainstorming about some of the upcoming episodes, and, and there's some of our favorite episodes slash moments on the horizon in these next couple podcasts. Every episode is good. Well, I, uh, well, I think if you listen back to the one that we're previewing, or you see in the preview, Frog Lady episode, I don't think it was you okay. Had such, it, it was, was okay. okay, but I think I remember you saying, like, I don't think I need to watch this one again. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, as you see, you know, this was the, this was, what, what do we call it? A filler. Um, you know, and it was a shame it took an eighth of the season away, being one one of the eight episodes. Um, but as you see, there were some enjoyable moments. What stuck What stuck out with you from that? Uh, really not much. It just, it's, I think they could have done what the episode was trying to achieve in less time. Less time? Like part of the, like the end of the episode, spend more time on most Eisley at the beginning, but mm. then a little bit less time on the ice planet the i don't know planet. what ice planet it is yeah i don't think we need to know uh this one is called the heiress uh it was directed by do we want to know who was directed by or did, i think we nice already know at the end i i mean i don't remember but oh we'll just say it's bryce dallas howard again well she's returning this is her first one this season she did uh one with spotchka and the uh curl farmers in the first season so i don't think she's been back since then no but she has gone and done Mando or a Boba Fett, but uh, here's a shot that you see him him limping. You know, pretty much the you know having no uh, atmospheric controls other than the cockpit. I remember seeing that in the teaser or trailer for this season. Uh, you know, you're like, what's happening to you know the Razor Crest? Mm-hmm. So um, I do remember this episode was very wonderful, and it was a good breath of fresh air for being so disappointed with that last one. You got mom of the year there with the frog lady and 
whatever leftover eggs her brood that she has. Dank ferret. Oh, oh, we got dank ferret. All right, Nolan has to get his list out for those that haven't been listening. He keeps a running tally of the amounts of dank ferrets and was it blaster bolts off the armor. And this is the ways. And mentioning this is, oh, I bet you get some of that this time, don't you? Oh, yes. Okay. All right, so dropping hard into the atmosphere here. Heat shield holding up. Man, that's beautiful. Firefly special effects. I think I remember the, uh, there's some great visuals coming up with like big cargo loaders, like look like uh, AT-ATs out in the water. Mm-hmm. And I think that there was some really cool, uh, what do you call them, a concept art at the end. Which I think those are always real beautiful anyways. Alright, so a guy's dropping hard. Mon color. Yeah, we're gonna, you're going to meet some people. So if you haven't seen this in a while or you need to, uh, you know, if you haven't gone and watched it at all, we're going to meet a lot of characters here that we haven't met before. Or one of them at least we haven't met before. But uh, some good adventure coming up. Wow. Perfect. It's almost like SpaceX, how they have to launch their rockets and then they bring them back. And right as they land, they really blast it so that it slows them down. Like a glove. Oh. <laughs> that was so close. very funny. And then shaking the head, walking away. <laughs> and then it goes right to the titles. No, that was a beautiful landing there. Like, wow, great. And then, whoops. Well, good thing they were airtight up top, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, Look that, that thing. thing looks awesome. Just walking around through the water. I almost wonder if they have a lot of those accidents. What do you think about this planet here? The aesthetics of everything. It's very interesting. It's like a water planet, but they're more advanced than just like Camino. It's just a bunch of things in the ocean Platforms, yeah. but this is more like a society yeah and look at the i mean it is overcast which would come in just from well the ice planet was bright but tatooine typically it does look just overcast dark and gray and you see a lot of the look at the, the aqua blue shirts and the teal it's very seafaring type mm -hmm. you know of a color palette oh this moment's cute looking around looking around who's there to find her Frog man. frog man and frog lady. Frog man, frog lady. I don't know if anyone else watches with subtitles as well, um, but it does a nice job. And look at him just running. But before we saw him, he, he made a noise and it said frog man. So frog it identified man. him as such. But uh, it's really good, especially with new planets, um, new characters. It does a nice job just to see it written out you know, mm -hmm. as well. But... If it's a beautiful big battle, you know, like the uh, crate dragon, you don't necessarily want it no. obscuring your screen. The little look and sadness, those ears are gorgeous. <laughs> Love it. He wants to eat the egg. Mm-hmm. 
happy family back together. Now that uh, that woman in the black hood, when the trailer hit, there were all these rumors that Ahsoka was in this season somewhere. And it was such a quick shot of that woman that people were assuming that's Ahsoka with her Jedi, well, ex-Jedi type. Ex-Jedi robes. Yeah. Oh. Want some gruel with that? Some seasoning on Yeah, you think? What's interesting from a... The nerd aspect is the, you know, you see the Admiral Akbar type alien species, the Mon Calamari. But then you see the one with the tentacles, kind of the squid face, they were called, um, you know, the Quarren. And they were notoriously, you know, always fighting each other on their water worlds, whether, you know, it was, you know, Mon Cal, Mon Calamari, you know, all of that. Um you know, it was, um, but to see them here, not necessarily hanging out, but in the same establishment, mm -hmm. that's just intriguing to me. I think there were some in the sanctuary in Boba Fett. Just hanging out? Mm-hmm. Well, I do recall, do you remember the Clone War cartoons, the micro-series by Gendry Tarkovsky? There was I the do. Really, the really rough editing, you know, not editing, but it wasn't beautiful, you know, mm -hmm. lines and stuff. And there was a short story of, oh, another face hugger for him, like <laughs> the, the spiders. Um, but there was a battle, and you saw the Mon Cal versus, you know, the, the yeah. Corrin. And I think that was, I think Kip Fisto might have been in that episode at some point, you know, yes. and, and stuff like that. You see, you get into your can. But they are pretty menacing. I mean, he looks straight up like what uh, Davy Jones looked like in uh -huh. the pirate movies. Great music. Just the brass of that just sounds really cool. Because a lot of the like trombones and things like that, a lot of the old Star Wars, it was trumpet. You know, based trumpets really and pitch. stupid violins. Well, not stupid. I just, I just like this lower register of. Uh, it's just different. I like it. Mama core. Yeah. What is this like a? It's like bad deadliest catch. <laughs> deadliest catch on steroids, right? No, it's but something like it almost like a kraken in a way, right? Some something. sort of large squid mouth. Like if it was a star like and a octopus or something. I I just can't get over how it really looks like they're out in sea, right? Uh-huh. That, oh, beautiful. at least it closed. And there's no mo. I mean, he just goes right. Once he sees he's in danger, he dove in after it. He had a moment of, "What are you doing?" After it hit. Ding. Yeah, but wow, that uh, 
Will we see Baby Yoda? Because I don't think he's he's not Grogu yet, technically, canon mm-hmm. wise, in the chronology of this. But um, that was definitely. Oh, all right. All we have to go by is it looks Death Watch. If you've seen the Clone Wars, I mean, but you def- start to begin to understand who it is, though. Yeah. I, yes, they're definitely feminine. And if you've seen there, there we start to get some of the men. After the woman did all the work. Was that last shot supposed to kill the guy? No. Hit him in the right shoulder. On it. Just diving without even thinking about it. The courage is great. They didn't know what she was diving into. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Wow. Oh, my. It would have been easier if they just introduced themselves when they were on the dock. Yeah. They need action for the for the episode. You know, his stainless steel Beskar is awesome because it's already dried and it's barely spotting at all. Mm-hmm. No streaks. All right, so tell us a little bit about this person. This person. This person. Uh, is in I literally said her name earlier, but I don't remember Bo-Katan. it. Bo-Katan. Uh She was in like all of the all of the Clone Wars episodes that concerned Mandalore. And she's basically, I think we find out later in the show that like she tried to rule Mandalore based on her blood with the dark saber like instead she, of actually fighting yeah, for it, having a claim with it. Mm-hmm. You find out as I think you're starting to allude to in your flashbacks there, that it's very much, uh, uh, just child of the watch, but, um, what is that? Uh, episode five of the book of Boba. We find out a lot about the dark saber and the history of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. So, kind of we're retconning this where we are yeah. acting like we know more at this stage, but we we don't because she has a big thing for this dark saber in the next few episodes. But uh, the actress's name name is uh, Katie Sackhoff. She's a big into sci-fi stuff. She's very famous for the Battlestar Galactica show, where she plays a, a fighter pilot in essence out in space. And uh, her name is uh, Starbuck. And in the old 70s TV Battlestar, that was a man. And she's very much a female, obviously, but she's a very strong and physical female um, in this male-dominated fighter pilot, space jockey-type world. And she's definitely a fan favorite and very good. So the casting of her, another character who was born on the cartoons, Mm -hmm. um, getting their live-action debut, it's very... uh, it's very great casting. It truly is. It's a good actress. Is his name Inigo Matoya? No. No. Why doesn't Mando have some sort of like baby Bjorn or something? Keep his hands free. He has the pram thing. Well, it's gone now. 
But he's just walking around like he doesn't need a baby Bjorn because he had the pram. How adorable! See, no, come on, think about it. What sort of advertising? If you're going out in the market for a baby shower and you have to buy a, a baby Bjorn, a Mandalorian and baby you see Mando wearing baby Yoda on his chest, ten out of ten is gonna. Well, nine out of baby 10 Bjorn logo. Oh my gosh, Lucas licensed their stuff. Lucasfilm, why not? All right, so the young lady in the back, in the middle, do you remember what her name was? We were just talking about it recently. No. Sasha Banks is the actress, okay. but she's a WWE wrestler. She was just in the news recently for throwing out the first pitch at Fenway Park versus the White Sox, which the White Sox won. Mm-hmm. She had long blue hair. She said she was a 10-time champion, so I believe her. But uh, again, and then I told you about her, and you're like, well, that's two fighters. You're referencing... Kara Dune. And I, we talked about it when we met Kara in the other Bryce Dallas Howard episode. Um, but it's really great to have the actors truly being physical um, stunt people, you know, who can, we can see, well, she has, she wears helmets, but you know it's her, mm. right? And Kara Dune doesn't, but you can just tell. It just adds a lot for me. Like, I can't tell if it's Pedro Pascal or the stunt. Uh, you can't until you see the move. Yeah. And then how fast and you're like, okay, that's not Pedro. <laughs> but you forget about that a little bit. If you didn't know that they had two or three specialized stunt performers for him. Good you know, job, dude. You're not thinking about it. And you're like, yeah, that's Pedro. It's just it's Mando. All right. So he's going to help. He found more of his kind. He's going on their little journey. And they got to go against the Empire. I think they did a wonderful job with her, um, Bo-Katan's hairstyle and mm-hmm. look. Very it looks much. the same, just older. Yeah. Okay, this is probably his smartest. Well, he did this earlier with Pelly, didn't he? Where he yes. lets the daycare. Yeah, because every episode, this baby is in harm's uh-huh. way. <laughs> Actually, Grogu's older than he is, isn't he? Gonna be older than Mando. Yeah. Mando's not 50. No. No. Uh oh. <laughs> what a great shot. <laughs> oh. Oh. Can't eat him anymore. Okay, that was a fast fertilization over dinner. A couple hours. So those things were already fertilized? No. They just hatched. They're like, they're ready to come out, but they need See, to be fertilized. Didn't we talk in the last podcast that they yeah, were unfertilized? They were unfertilized. What do we know, right? Whatever. It's fine. So Baby Yoda... It's been a week or something. Yeah, I guess. Man, that's a mammoth thing. Think of the thrust. You get that that thing up to speed. How did you not see that? And that dude didn't even strapped in. These guys are just standing on a gangplank as this thing takes off. (sighs) They're Empire. Yeah. All right, you just got to go over the side, right? Or up and drop. All right, so you know how you were giving me crap about the IT crowd and how I said all those people are being cast? I wasn't. 
but this is the guy from Bosch. Chris O'Dowd and all that. He's Bosch, but more notice, you know, before Bosch, his probably most iconic role was that of uh, Al Swearingen's, one of his right-hand mans in Deadwood. So along with Timothy Oliphant and the Weequay bartender, this is another really famous They like getting the outlaws. Yeah. Because I remember hearing or reading somewhere that George Lucas really liked Deadwood. Not that George had anything to do with casting of this. Okay, that was a good look. Punch the guy. He falls. Turn towards camera. Hero pose. There's going to be a lot of dings here. Oh, well, it's got to be his ding. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Are we going to have to slow-mo it? Yes. Don't show us. It's going to be difficult. There'll be sparks. All right, do the best here. Man, they can definitely... They are lethal. He's got a little bit of a suntan. <laughs> that, that was one of the jokes. All these others are pasty English people, right? He's just like... Because England and M's son, supposedly. He's been sitting in Florida. But then he... <laughs> he's got... I don't know if he's playing... I don't think he's being British, but... Yeah. But Titus Welliver is the actor's name. But yes, on the Amazon Bosch, really good detective show. I'd love to know if... Because he's only in the cockpit. What was it? A day? And you can do these scenes? Mm -hmm. Dude, what a fun acting assignment. You want to be in Star Wars? Sure, how long? Two days? Done. Okay. I'll do it. How much would you do it for? I'd pay them. No, you wouldn't. Sure. I'd pay to go on tours and stuff. I'd go and tour the set. Wow. Well, that's at least a, what, a dozen they've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. That's what always amazed me. Like, people, like, from multiple wars, like in real life, they have like 20, 12, like a low amount of confirmed kills. Then these Star Wars characters are out there with like hundreds and thousands, and it's just like, whoa. You mean in real life, how you hear that so and so only like had this many? Three confirmed kills, and they're like bragging yeah. about it or something. Like yeah. But in every movie, they, you know, they're massively overwhelmed yeah. odds wise, so they have to take out a bunch. I tell you what, that Bo Katan, she's got balls. Uh -huh. The door opens and she just walks straight forward without ducking, flinching. Even right up to that door closing, she was wailing away. What a great introduction. I don't remember it being so uh, her focused and these other mandos. Okay, so they're trapped in the area where they can do that. Fantastic. <laughs> where? He's not an idiot. Captain's in the cargo. Where? Come in. Oh my. 
recognize it from the game? Mm-hmm. Do you? No. I, I don't. I'd have to see it again. And just the profile so you can look uh-huh. it up on the screen. Yeah. Whoop. <laughs> Good thing it's not Moff Gideon's ship where he has all those Oof. dark troopers. Okay. All right, so since we're, there are no spoilers in this, she's clearly referencing yes, the dark saber. Mando knows that Moff Gideon has it. She assumes that they know where it's at. Pray I don't alter it any further. This is the way. This is the way, Dad. But I remember Boba Fett saying those lines on Cloud City. No. Lando saying that on Cloud City. About Han and Leia. You said they could be left here. Okay, is this... I believe this is the first time we've seen Moff Gideon since yes. the end of first season. So we're glad that we're being, you know, shown him knowing that he's coming back on. If everything is shipped, then what's to come to back? Yeah. Why come and help you? Suicide. Wow. The follow order so much that you, in essence, kamikaze yourself here with your suicide pill. Just unreal. Oh, is he going to Captain America the ship? Yeah. Put it down under the ice? He is going to kamikaze it. Like World War Two. Oh, he's going straight down. Axe Wolves was the guy's name. Uh huh. Axe Wolves. All right, here we go. Are we ready? Man, all right, count, count, count. Okay. One, two, two three, three, four, four five, six, six, seven, eight, nine, 12, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Four, uh, jetpack sixteen. Okay, right, 15. sixteen. 15. Oh, oh. These guys were jet. Oh wait, they want to save the ship. Uh-huh. So I'm like, they can't escape. Where's what? There we go. The dark saber. Good. Now they were falling with gravity, but also being thrusted down. Mm-hmm. What if they would have cut the thrusters? This might be more physics. I don't know if it's realistic. I think they'd still go down. They're still going down, but would they be able to kind of probably glide back up? You know what I mean? Would that have been easier? Less force. Mm-hmm. There's less force propelling them down. That seemed like a pretty 
painless way to go. Mm, one he, second. He grunted. One second, though. Better than just electrocutes some, your brain. Some Harikari or something, you know, with the old ninjas. Oof. Yeah, you don't want to impale yourself on your blade. Okay. Spoiler. Big exposition. And that was a wonderful tease for the fans going into the next week. Mm hmm. This is the way. Yeah, this is the way. So there's a couple more. This is the way. She was really good. She's got a great look. Good eyes. Actually, sorry, it's not a spoiler because next episode is not Ahsoka Tano. Okay. <laughs> Fair. They just tell you. They then, tell you. Whoops, never mind. So you sorry. think he's going to see it. So all week you're thinking you're going to see her. And so they delay that gratification an extra week. Good Those call. do get raised fast. Look at that. Right? Looks just like you. No, I have enough pets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that might be his first joke, joke, joke. Mm. No, I yeah. have enough pets. <laughs> He's definitely... I mean, you go back and watch the first episode. He is such a different character at this point. Just the emotional you know, pathos of his character. It's pretty outstanding. Alright, he just paid for it. Okay, so maybe this was more than a day that he was away. A little bit. I saw one night. So, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But for them to fix everything, unless they're just amazing. All right, so now he has a, a mission. Not a mission, a destination to go to. Mm. He'd search for information and they got it. So, there's your frog lady episode. Yeah. To get you here. He had to do some action to help us to Ahsoka. And he connected with other Mandos. Well, that's a little shaky. Oh, wow, look how he jostled he is. He needs his N1 Star Cruiser. Man, that thing, look how that moves. Now, is that exactly what the face hugger was out of the soup? Yes. Okay. But big. It's like it's coming for him. And everybody's like, watch out, watch out. But Grogu can take care of himself. Yeah. Maybe not. I imagine we were going to turn around and see him slurping on it. You know what I mean? Just kind of like spaghetti. Like that. <laughs> I wonder if he's always hungry. Now, it shouldn't be a bumpy ride out in space. Right? Just <laughs> whatever. This is what I I am by far not an expert on space stuff, but I like it enough and know enough about physics I think I can come up with it. Because all the turbulence and stuff that's always against air and gravity and friction and all of that, but there is no air in space. But earlier when he was messing around with the buttons and then he hit one that made it like start shaking the camera. 
Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, well, he did. Oh, when Grogu was hitting buttons, messing yeah. around, causing things. Well, maybe it was pushing the jets and creating, you know, from around the exterior. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make sense. No, I just I find it interesting to think of sometimes. There's the Doug Chang you see sometimes mentioned in documentaries and a lot of the graphic art and um, production concepts were created by him for the prequels. It's nice to see him having a hand in this stuff. So, a uh, redemptive episode for you? A little bit. A little bit? A little, little bit. A little bit. It was a good one. I just know the last half of this season is just... Every episode was just so much fun. Mm-hmm. And this was back to tons of action, bringing in new characters, uh, or reintroducing a pretty famous character. Um, see, now with this music, you get the high brass. The Star Wars high brass. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. All right, so why don't you go ahead and get, uh, you know, queued up as you uh, get comfortable to get to the uh, blue screen for the next episode, uh, you know, and, and pause it. and We'll all coordinate together. So if you want to keep going, uh, we'll just uh, riff for a few more seconds here. And then with the few seconds, uh, we'll get going here in a little bit. So uh, go ahead and get to the beautiful blue Disney, beautiful blue Disney. Um, and we have our countdown happening. Three, two, two one, go. go. I almost wanted to do one, two, three, go. Will you do three, two, one? Oh, man, that would just blow up people's minds. All right. First scenes of the very, very first episode there. Why is this a recap? Typically, if there are recaps, these people show up in the episodes. Does he show up? Yes, he does. That's the Mithril, played by Horatio Sands from Saturday Night Live. Okay, now we have Doctors. Dr. Push. Okay, this might be the first very important intro. Like recapping. So there we have Cara Dune. I don't think that Moff getting in the shot was necessary. Well, we needed to maybe know who's who's dealing all of the who's in control. I think we saw. But the, I think the Pershing scene with uh, Werner Herzog is important because they were scanning him. Mm-hmm. There's something biological they're doing. And this one, this is the one I kind of forgot where it was at in the season. But yeah. I, knew it was I forgot it existed. I remember this one being interesting because we get some old friends coming back. So, um yeah. So if you were unable to pay attention to that in to that recap, go back and rewatch that if you have to. We've got the Mithril guy. We've got Cara Dune, Doctor Pershing. Yeah, Moff Gideon. Oh, uh, and with Cara Dune, you being on Navarro. The last time we saw her was at the end of the first season. You know, he uh, Mandel blasts off with Grogu and his jetpack. She stays around with Grief Karga, mm-hmm. Carl Weathers. So, all right. Who's he talking to? Yoda. Oh, that's... I love this shot. <laughs> He's in a small pipe. <laughs> I'm red. <laughs> mm. 
What? How would he get oh, wow. back there? If he, he doesn't didn't have him. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and the smoke. What a cute little scene. It's a little fried. <laughs> That was neat. This is the thing you don't see much in the Star Wars movies is eating time. Yeah. Time, uh, not time travel, but um, the span with which, what do they do in space? Because even in hyperspace, it takes forever. In the books, they could be in hyperspace for a couple days to get where they need to go. Not that they're in hyperspace now, look like they're crawling at sublight while they're fixing stuff, but. There is a lot of downtime, mm -hmm. and there would be. I don't. He is going nowhere fast. No, if that's what he's cruising at. I mean, he's going fast, but not oh, space fast, fast is all relative. In space, that ain't fast. What is that? Some sort of weird ferret. There's one of the wall or the yeah the walrus face. Like Pondo Baba, who gets his hand cut off by Obi-Wan. Is that the forge behind him? Yes. Or in the old... Uh, oh, the armorer's place. Okay, yeah. The old... What's it called? Covert. Covert. So they're underground. They're in the old sewers. Yes. I think is where they were hiding out. So these are all aqualishes, if you want to get technical with the terminology of the species. Oh, tell me it's the armor. Oh, oh, boring. Okay, Kara's good. So what we've talked about is the physicality of having the wrestlers on. And this is the one thing I really did like with her was the fighting. She was a very good action. Um, like in the Crow Farmer episode. Yeah. But even when to, she fought, yeah, it was in the first, that yeah, like that move right there. But how she fought Mando just brutally. And she's very strong for any human, man or female. And so you see her not shy away from her strength. You see her manhandle these people. And that's awesome. And that's why it was really disappointing when she got fired by Disney at the end of the season. Because it's moments like this without Mando. And really this might be her only one, right? Mm -hmm. That uh, she can carry a scene. No, not necessarily carrying it acting and a dialogue and drama and stuff. But... She's good with her little comedy one-liners. But uh, she was supposed to get one of those, um, what was it called? Uh, was it Rangers of the New Republic? Yes. She was going to be one of those. And I was curious to see where that went with, uh, you know, where it went. Okay, so a meerkat. Something. So where's Pumbaa? Disney, crossover? I think a meerkat's crossover enough. <laughs> Is that crossover? And you got Mufasa's Vader's voice, right? Yeah. So there you go. It's all connected. It's all connected. All right. So a good reintroduction of uh, Cara Dune, since we haven't seen her for five episodes. So this is the Siege, episode episode four, 
but they call it chapter 12 because it's all you know weird a commando I guess but we haven't been back to Navarro so the last time we were here um episode eight eight it looked different from when we saw it in you know when this is the the, the land where he would go to collect bounties and get pucks mm-hmm. and it was overrun by Imperials Imperials in that last season. And this is where we saw IG-11, um, you know, coming and, you know, sacrificing himself. Carl Weathers got a little bit of salt and pepper. A little bit? He's aged a bit? All right. So his ramp didn't go down all the way. Rick Sanchez would have something to say about that. He doesn't like it too fast. He likes it, the ramp, going down slow. I get it. Just... <laughs> oh, but so uh, it's not imperial anymore. But look at the colors, and you're gonna see it's very much like a civilized place under the rule of Caradun. Okay, I say rule. Well, martial leadership. You know, she has some sort of, uh, especially towards the end, some sort of authority. So there's Carl Weathers back. So good, because after he got shot the first time, we see him. It was because he had the best car in his pocket, right? He did. And we were like, come on, don't. He was fine. If he was fine, we like to see him back. Yeah. He came back. But uh, he actually directed this one. I think one of the things he said, if I, if I come back, I'd really like to direct this episode. A lot of extras. See, this is it. I would have been an extra. You wish. I do wish. Wouldn't that have been amazing? Yes. I saw a still of Kenobi's show, just him on set standing in a robe on a street. And there are like just people who look normal, like with nowadays haircuts, just walking behind him. And I was like, (laughs) I could do that. That would be amazing. Okay, so they rebuilt the bar. This is the bar that they were... And they got shot up? Yeah. That window right there is where it was blasted. There's a grating to the sewer that they had to cut through. Man almost died here. But now they turned it into a school. Guess oh, a, right with the cookies. I think there's an open enrollment policy here. We can just drop off whatever It's a daycare slash school. I guess. I wonder if he had his shots, his immunization records on file with the school before they walked in there. Yeah. I don't think it would be very safe. It'd be neat to pause and look at all that. Ar- Whenever there's a lot of Arabesh on the uh, the language, mm-hmm. I always want to know what it says. Food. Food. <laughs> Feed me. <laughs> They've had like three or four cutbacks to each person. Any normal person would give the cute thing a cookie, right? Did you bring enough for the whole class? Oh, How dare you? Aww. He's going to take all your cookies. <laughs> they threw on this out for over 30 seconds. Of justice. Oh, use the force. 
Oh, he's trying. He uses the force for the important things. I don't remember that at all. That is awesome. Mm, <laughs> so good. It looks like the Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies. If they were covered in chocolate, just the... the I'd say macaroons. Stuff. Oh, yeah, I like yours better. All right, so here's why we saw that. <laughs> and he just had an accident. <laughs> that was awesome. Last time he saw this guy, he put him in carbonite. Let me know. That was good. Bill Burr has a moment like that later. He'll see Boba. Oh, yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were the other guy. Ugh. And he sees Mando then. That's the believer, right? Or... Oh, interesting. So all of the troops from on Navarro were from that one. Well, Navarro's a planet. I don't know what this city's called. I think what... Navarro's just the planet, yeah. Right. I don't... So he said when we fought Gideon last time, all of those troopers came from there. So we saw the... Let's just say it's Navarro City. Okay. We'll just let John and Dave know that we... Yeah. We're, we're going to name your... Story. We're naming it for you. You know, just... You, you write the script. We'll come up with the name. Who came up with Freetown? Probably those books I told you about. Moss um, Espo was fine. It was, it was uh, the Aftermath trilogy that we were talking about where Cobb Banff was introduced. Mm -hmm. So whoever wrote that book. Uh, Chuck. My Gar gosh, Garfine. Chuck Wendig, I think was his name. I remember some good action with this. Some good chasing. Hundred years. Off it's pretty good. Years, right? Yeah, we have. Aren't there like speeders or something later? Like the bikes? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Because I remember something ends up crushing the speeder. Yeah. And they get in like a troop transport. Yeah, they're they're like driving tanks or something. So, you know, I thought there were speeders like flying off walls and stuff. Problem is when you've seen things so many times or. All of the movement, you just start piecing bits together. Hmm. So, was it 350 and now it's took 130 off? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> it's if not gonna have any time left. Let's just, let this keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just let this drag out. I just knocked a 30% off it. 
We never did find out what uh, the mithril was in for. Maybe he has stuff he can help him with. Yeah. Short Breaking in and erring. Could be. Thank fair. Whoop. That's a long way down. Lava tide comes through, so lava just rolls through. Intriguing. All right, well, he took care of empty base, huh? <laughs> Standing Jeez. over the corpses. So cool. So this is the like what they do in Mustafar. Not intentionally sabotage, but once actually, I think they do in the Clone Wars episodes. They take off the shields or the levitation, and so it eventually like sinks and falls into the lava. They have repulsors on it and shields holding up yes. floating platforms. Because yeah. that's where uh, Palpatine had had mm -hmm. Cad Bane steal all those babies, force sensitive babies. Yeah. Some good Clone Wars episodes out there, folks, and Dave Filoni True. was the showrunner. There are some misses, but there's some really good storylines. Name them. Name the storylines for yeah. seven years? Yeah. No. If they're interested, they can go find it. And those are all on Disney Plus now. I think it used to be uh, Netflix, I think. DVD. Well, yeah, well, yeah, DVD if you were to. TK one from seven. That banter there sounded a lot like the banter of the when uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, Alec Guinness, mm -hmm. had to shut off the Death Star tractor beam, and you hear him talking about the. I don't know, T-84s, you know, the new ships that are in. And, <laughs> oh, we'll check it out. All right, now the discovery they have with this base, with the tubes and things, I find fascinating. And I haven't seen it since forever ago, so it would be nice to look at those again. But it connects into the, supposedly connects into the Rise of Skywalker with the Palpatine The, the cloning and stuff. cloning and Snoke and stuff. Heat rises. I can't imagine how hot that would be. Very. And speaking of, we just said Al Guinness shutting down the reactor. This is basically that. Or shutting down the tractor. That's what it is. Now, they did send the one guy who dehydrates naturally. Yeah. No. <laughs> into, Whatever. Into the hot air. Do they have the... Remember that song? Yes. Okay. Nope. Otherwise, I probably sounded very foolish. Yeah. Okay, so turning off the cooling, turning off the controls, 
Turning off the cooling made the lava rise. Well, it's much that like with the nu nuclear reactors. They use water to keep it at bay. Mm. And so you drain the water, have leaks and stuff, and it'll overheat. Chernobyl. Three Mile Island. Your turn. Chernobyl, the only one. <laughs> uh, it's a biggie. <laughs> all right. All right, so we got... Uh, they really don't look like Secret Service guys. Dr. Pershing. Actually, they did look like doctors. Med people. Okay, so this is what got really interesting. I can't see what's in there. Hold on, can you zoom in there, please? Enhance. I don't know what that is. It's a it's a clone, but I don't think it's meant to be. It is Palpatine or it is Snoke. I think they're just showing you that it's a lab, that they're trying to create something. Which, then, the only connection, the only connection in the show was the biological DNA from Grogu. And that's all they wanted, mm -hmm. the blood. And so then they're like, are they creating force sensitives? Not necessarily a bunch of Grogu's. And then that can make it uh, interesting, especially inquisitors have force abilities you yeah. know there's pershing m count midichlorian midichlorian not even master yoda has a higher midichlorian count <laughs> So they're going to be coming after the child more now. Uh-oh. What do you know that hurts Pershing to say? Yeah. Because he thought that he was going to probably get killed. You would think that they'd be able to synthesize blood once you have some. Mm -hmm. Make more of it. You'd hope so, but I mean in Jedi world. Because if it was that easy, you know, the Red Cross wouldn't have to have all their blood drives all the time. Yeah. They could just replicate. But I'm surprised they have synthetic flesh, synth flesh, that they use skin grafts. You can't make you know? fake blood. Don't they have something? Because if they have the cells in the blood, you think they might be able to... Yeah. I don't want to say clone it, because that's generic, but somehow replicate the... Clone. Well, cells split, don't they? You put them on microscopes and you watch them divide and... Oh. I wonder how many hallways they built. Like two? Like, like this. They made a junction one, and that's mm -hmm. also so the long one. So there's a T-junction. Because, do you remember the Tana 5 in the, ver the very first hallway we see, right? Yeah. They just shot it from both ends of it. So that it looked like they had <laughs> longer because it was so, so small, right? But, I mean, how much time do you spend? I mean, look at those cuts. You're not going to spend millions yeah. of dollars. And that's where the volume is very helpful. But you start going depth, you're going to need, you know, different uh There were dings there, by the way. How many you think? Three? Two, I think. Four. Oh. Just shot him in the back. Whoops. 
Oh yeah, there, there's all of. Uh, oh, okay, that's cool. You see go, the go, Tie go. Fighters with the foldable wings over there? Uh -huh. There were a whole uh, slew of them. <laughs> blast. That, no, that's what they say with uh, when they're shooting them at the Falcon. There they are. Blast them. When they're blasting off Tatooine for the first time. Uh -huh. I like the recalls of these lines in this episode. They say, cover me, and then they run, and nobody shoots. <laughs> I wonder how many times in, like, military actual life engagements do they go, cover me. And, it's, dude, I mean, just it so seems dumb. like a viable thing that would work. Okay, there's that tank. How about you open up the door on the other side? Yeah. Run around the... Comfortably get in. Get, yeah. See, if that was me, I got shot right in the back or the butt as I just got right to the door. Yes. Or I probably would have dove in, though, but... So there was much more of a garrison there than uh, initially thought. I want to strap in there, Mithril. Yeah. Now, this is authentic because if it's running on repulsors, there's nothing for it to repulse. Right? Except it turned while in the air. Kind of nosedive. It was, it was if anything, that way and then it rotated out. At yeah. The end. Maybe it kicked off the rocks at some point and kind of pushed out. But yeah. But no, the, the grab. Okay. Like, the, yeah, speeder bikes. Same thing with these guys. This is funny, though. One of them dies. Okay, so they can kind of go down the hill, so they're okay. That's cool. Wow, why didn't she go down that <laughs> hill at all? Yes, I do remember. Okay, good. It was this. That was really neat, though. Mm -hmm. Like a uh, masterful slaloming downhill snowboarding. I mean, just that was just neat. All right, we get the old school turret gunning like we did. Uh, don't get cocky, you know that type of stuff. Still crazy that the visuals almost look Atari-like, or asteroids, or space invaders. Yeah. Make it different. I mean, not, well, but they're back in that era. You know what I mean? Only giving it a few twenty, thirty years of improvements. I don't know. You think they could use a software update? I've lost. He's right on the side. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Mithril's not going to have any fun at all on this trip. No. And why would they leave their top unlocked? Oh. Hello. Why'd you turn around? Must have heard something. Like, why? Oh, that was dark. Oh, a lot. That's right. 
it was almost like they were doing that as a distraction, but yet they really needed to, to get all yeah. the tech out of the way. There you go. He had fun. But that thing would not go very fast. No. It'd be a lumbering, not necessarily slow like tanks move, but it mm -hmm. would not be a speeder. Which is why they got caught up to, I guess. Yeah, but why can't it look almost like the technology of almost like live feeds cameras? Yeah, why does it have to be weird? Yeah. Maybe it's easier to distinguish the color. Yeah, because they're hovering right now over split. You see the little lava cracks? Uh -huh. Yeah, okay. He needs the quad lasers of the Falcon. It's not even hitting them. Well, they're, they are fast, but yeah. Where's Mando at? Don't spoil it. I don't know. I just remembered he flew off. But this whole last several minutes, he's had nothing to do with it, which is fantastic storytelling and editing. That it's when they let people go away and you forget about them for a bit until a big moment, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's wonderful because you're like, where is, oh, there they are. You know, on crate, Chewie comes flying in, you know, with the Falcon. To, to save the day, which Han does with the Death Star run. Blast that piece of junk out Let's of the sky. <laughs> That's right. There he is. He had the cookies. So he went back to get the kid instead of saving these guys. Well, if the razor, well, parents sign out, you know. School gets out at 3.30 and the car line can be just excruciating. Well, leave him there for a little so, bit. That's hilarious, though. He had to get the kid and the Razor Crest. It makes him able to leave here in a little bit. Yeah. All right, I think he's going straight up right Yeah. And his ship, we've <laughs> talked about it before, is not a starfighter at all. It's like he's driving a Winnebago. You know, in space, because he has space to live and move around and, you know, almost like a trailer. But he was fighting that other guy where we never got his name. It was an intro. And the guy goes, I can bring you in warm or cold. And goes, that's my line. And then shot him. <laughs> I can bring you in warm. I can bring you in cold. Oh, okay, that's a beautiful cold. shot. But he is mu has much more of a target to shoot at than some X-Wing coming at you. Or even a tie, the little ball. Oh, God. It's foam. Oh, boy. Oh, because they repaired it too? Well, that's why he left it there. And remember the deck wouldn't go down or the ramp? Didn't say bye to Kara. Fly by. 
Yeah, there were a lot of Top Gun dogfighting moments there, mm-hmm. for sure. Here we go. Here's Blue. So the cops are checking out. First time we see him without his helmet. Yeah. So he's tracking down Razor Crest from two episodes ago. And he's still tracking Razor Crests and Boba Fett. Boba Fett when he gets his N1 uh, Naboo fighter. Here's interesting. Her ferret. Oh, meerkat. Good recruit pitch. Everyone. I do remember thinking, I can't believe we're spending this much time with her, but I think it was around this time they were announcing that she's not coming back. No, 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 no. Announcing the future TV show. Setting up this. Setting up her. A classification. Mm -hmm. Designation. So she will have somebody now. She'll be back fighting. Because she was a dropper, right? Yes. She got more time maybe without Mando in this episode. Than ever. Well, I mean, in the tank... She wasn't with Mando. So she they did I think that that was it. She has a very good job in this of uh they had like two scenes together. Being separate, being her own person, her own woman there that she was able to do her own thing and and be good. It's a good test I think for her own show. Mm-hmm. Cool looking ship. Okay, that's the guy earlier who was doing the maintenance on the Razor Crest. Oh, you are right. Because the first time we watched this, I was like, "Yeah, that yes. guy. That guy's something doing." That something. was Grief Karga's mechanic. So clearly a spy. Ooh. Oh, good. That's right. We hadn't seen him yet, other than hologram. Convenient. Ha ha ha. Because he has what I want. <laughs> you have something I, I want. want. Alright, so this is a good shot. Very Vader like outfit. But then we get kind of a shot of these dark troopers. Still no idea how menacing they truly are going uh-huh. to be. And, oh, I love it. They're like Magna Guards. 
but Darth Vader style. This Mando from here on Carl Weathers is fantastic. Fantastic. Good. So good cover art again. So just check that stuff out. So okay, so it looks like we got a Akbar type person, the second to the left. So different species, different um experimenting as they are doing. Yeah, Gina Carano. Kind of hope that can bounce back, but it seems like the bridges have been burned. Giancarlo. That was a good, good surprise. First time you see these, there's usually... Well, I don't say there isn't spoilers. If you watch it the day it comes out, you usually can stay away from any mentions of uh -huh. guest stars and stuff. So it's neat when, oh, he's back in this one, or a brand new character that you had no idea was coming. Cadbane. Yeah. And then it's really special when you have the show that you can watch multiple times and still love it. And well, it doesn't even have to be love, but respect it. And you still find new things like with the chips or macaroons chips. When he was trying with the force, I'm like, I thought he was more proficient with the force. And then you saw it move. I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that's, that's funny. He had to get into it. He did. He did. All right. So that wraps up chapter 12, which was episodes two and three in this particular, no, three and four, excuse me, of this <laughs> podcast. Yes. Um, good. Yeah, we're going to be uh, blown up here with the next couple. Uh, we got two more podcasts to go, the last four, um, which have some of my favorite moments. If not, they were the favorite episodes um, that just... I can you can just keep watching them and they're just I'm I'm excited to go through the game and just uh, talk about them. Like this next episode, remember the Visions series, like the anime version of it, where it's yeah, all these yeah. separate stories. This one kind of feels like one of them. You are alluding to the Ahsoka episode. Yes, sorry. It's very dark and samurai esque, and I think that wasn't that the first What If episode was there was like a samurai, um, ninja type fight is that what you're referencing sure there's some visuals yeah. from that that yeah. very much are, are visions yeah um but good i hope you're enjoying these you know we haven't been very good at getting them out on a regular basis but that's okay mm, um right. it's not meant to be stressful for us at all and it's just fun to sit and you know spend an hour if we do two episodes hour and a half or whatever just chatting um so anyways i hope you like listening to it um i'm nolan and, and uh i'm bob and make sure you can send us uh, questions or comments. They can be over the things we've just watched and talked about, or what if you know what's coming up, or even you know asking about other series, etc. Anything, anything Star Wars related, uh, we can uh, try to tackle for you. You can reach us uh, in the write-ups at all of our um, you know Instagram or Twitter. Um, you can email us at mallratspod at gmail. And uh, we can uh, do some Q&A um, once you uh, send us something. What you think? Yes, I agree with you. You agree with that? Send us questions. Send us questions. You got anything uh, Anything you want to add, Nolan, before we wrap up here? I don't. What was your favorite moment of that episode? Hmm. This last one? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You don't know? Was this, it a visual? It, was it the action? One, this one just felt like... Also a bridge episode. 
Like it also oh. didn't need like the show would have been fine without it and a seven episode season. That's fantastic viewpoint because what what did he have to gain from the frog lady? A fixed chip. to get the to get them. There you go. Frog lady was to find out more about Mandalore. The here this was, was just to fix the ship and to exactly. get Moff Gideon on his trail. Uh, yeah. He landed on Navarro. Hey, can you fix my ship? Yeah. Hey, we got a job. Can you help us out? So <laughs> a you, job. you are correct that in the in the scope of things, his main objective is to find um Grogu's family, or now if he doesn't know anything about Ahsoka, just tell her Bo Katan sent you. Okay. Yeah. So is it it's gonna be like his kind? Is it gonna be Jedi? Well, what's it going to be? So uh that's his motivation and focus. Um, and so now he's headed back on that path with a functioning working ship, which he got to test there at the end in the, <laughs> in the dog fighting. So that, that's good. That's good. Okay. That's it. Well, hold on, you know, what did I like about them? I, um, no, I didn't, yeah. no it, it's fun. Not fine. No yeah, one needs to know that. I've already talked. I, I enjoyed how they expanded on Cara Dune, uh, a lot. And I do, I do like that, and it just makes me sad that there's no more of her. Yes, we will see her a little bit more in the in the season, but uh, she's definitely gonna be sharing the screen with other people. So it, this was her feature for the season, um, and I and I like the expansion yes. of it. So um, great, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll yep. come back soon, um, under two weeks for uh, for Obi Wan Kenobi. So check yes. out that yes. trailer as needed. All right, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I'm Bob. I'm Nolan. Bye.